Lost Heaven, West Virginia, Blue Ridge Mountain, Shenandoah River. Life is old there, older than the trees, younger than the mountain, blowing like a breeze, country road, take me to the place I belong, West Virginia, Mountain Mama, take me home, country road, <clears throat> country I've been a wild rover for many the year. I've spent all my money on whiskey and beer. Let's sing this one. But now I'm returning with golden great store. And I never will pay the wild rover no more. And it's no nay, never. No nay, never, no more will I play. I used to frequent I told the landlady me money was spent I asked her for credit she answered me nay such custom as yours I can have any day and it's no nay Whiskies and the wines of the best And the words that you told me were only in jest And it's no As of times before, then I never will pay the wild rover no more, and it's no
I know you. You're just a bully. Yeah? I have known plenty of bullies, and I am not scared of you. Look at you. You've never done a hard day's work in your life. Hey. You? You're just hey. like a silly boy with all your, your tattoos yeah. and your shaved head. Shut up. Dear, I seem to have spotted a cut. Yeah. There we go. That is the way to start a Monday. Man, getting browbeaten by some old broad, and then finally realizing, hey, I spotted a cunt. Good Monday morning, ass family, and welcome to another fun-filled edition of the Arnie States Show. It's good to be here. It's December. Now, you're probably wondering, wow, man, that music was kind of Irishy. Yeah, well, I'm Irish. And, and looking outside today, it, it's like we live in Ireland. To, to describe the weather today, it's quite dank. Uh, you look outside, I mean, you, you figure a moat's going to start here pretty soon. I mean, I don't know if it's going to rain or do what, but it's uh, it, it, it's quite dank outside. It's not cold. It's not warm. It's just dank. So, there you go. Uh, let's get to some good mornings here before we start to get into the belly of this beast today. And it is quite a beast in front of us. Uh, first one here, look at that. Looky there. Oh, my gosh. Well, the freaking dog. Straight Fire says, hey, Monday, lick balls. By the way, Beth from Yellowstone has jumped the shark. Now, now nobody can talk. We can't talk about Yellowstone. Can't talk about Yellowstone because I had a game on last night. And due to my Dallas Cowboys deciding not to really play until the middle of the third quarter, uh, let's just go. How about them Cowboys? Yeah, yeah. yeah. 54? Whoa! We hung 54 on an NFL team last night? We scored like, like almost 30 points in the fourth quarter? And they're talking about Odell Beckham Jr. coming? How much better does that offense need to be? That, 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 that. I'm getting ahead of myself. I'm getting ahead. How about them, Cowboys? Sorry, I had to do it one more time. Um, yeah, I mean, last night, I, I did not watch, so I'm going to watch it this afternoon uh, with the one and only. And looky there. Oh, my lucky stars. The one and only bratty kid is in the freaking house. People. I hope you die of ass cancer. Well, well, we'll see because Straight Fire says Beth jumped the shark last night. I can't wait to see it. Watch the new Tulsa King. That's awesome. They had a preview of George and Tammy, the new Showtime show. They had that on last night. Recorded that. Got that to watch tonight. All because the Dallas Cowboys decided not to play until there was like seven minutes left in the third quarter. Then they said, oh, we're tired of fucking around with Father Time himself, Matt Ryan, and the rest of the shitty Indianapolis Colts. Let's just kick the shit out of them, and then we'll go out and party. All right, cool, let's go. 
<clears throat> Brady Kitts says, how about them Cowboys wanting to be the first to say it? There you go. Douglas says, good morning, ass family. Raiders win again. You're like their good luck charm. I saw your picture there. That's awesome. Once again, I picked them. Oh, we'll get to NFL picks here in a minute. Uh, Derek says, good morning, ass family. What a great weekend it was for my birthday. And now, boo, Monday. Yes. Derek, I hope you had a great weekend for your birthday. Hope your family spoiled you. You deserve it, my man. Swoosh says, morning, ass family. Took a sick day today. Couldn't breathe to sleep last night, but doing okay. Holy shit. Man, oh, man. You couldn't breathe. That's no good. Hangtown Jen says, morning, ass. Happy Monday. Well, good morning, Jen. Glad you're here. Let's learn some Chinese, shall we? Um, Very popular, if you say so, in Chinese. If you say so in Chinese. 你说是就是。你说是就是。not even a clue. Not even a clue. Let's try it again. If you say so in Chinese, 你说是就是。你说是就是。你说是就是。Man, I, I, you know what? It, it, it's something about knee and show and chimp and all that kind of stuff. But yeah, there we go. We got it there. Battleborn says, good ass morning, family. Did somebody die? Kale says, now, no, no, I was doing Irish songs this morning. Whose rendition of Country Roads is this? Kale's got it. It's from a movie. It's from the Kingsman uh, Golden Circle. This is the second one. It's near the end when this bald guy, Merlin, he knows he's doomed because he steps on a landmine, and he's trying to, atten- uh, to, to grab the attention of the bad guys. Um, and, and when I heard it in the movie theater, I, I was just like, oh, my God, this is amazing. And then somebody put together, like, with this classical. I just like it because... There we go. Come on, Merlin. West Virginia. I mean. Blue Ridge Mountain. Shenandoah River. To hear it in that brogue accent like that. Oh, it it, it gives me goosebumps. I I love that version of it. Uh, But it's not available. I just, I yanked it off of uh, the YouTube. So uh, there you go. Uh, let's see. I was at the game yesterday, and man, was it a day to remember the guy I went with who I thought was a friend, almost got us kicked out, and then ditched me, and I had to take an Uber to the airport. Dude sped off with his door open as I grabbed my backpack out of his car. At least the Raiders won. Holy shit. Wow. Yeah, well, at least the Raiders won. Yeah, I mean, you got that going for you. Scott says, good morning, Arnie Nass family. First day of vacation. Nice. Oh, yeah, he was a Chargers fan. What a dick. Ogre, buenos dias, amigo. You're out. Good morning to you as well. Can we talk? No, I can't talk about George and Tammy because I didn't watch. I went to bed. I was tired. I fell asleep at the end. All that scoring made me tired at the end of the Cowboys game. Man, I had to replenish fluids and all that kind of stuff. Um, Cowboys girl says, uh, good morning. And, oh, we got to get to the right drops here. Let's get to them. Uh, How about them Cowboys? Yeah, I, I mean, it, it was pretty spectacular last night. Why is everything Nishu in Chinese? Chinese gal sounds like a street sweeper vehicle. Swish, swash, swoosh. 
Hot Mama, good morning to you. Happy Monday to you. Are we learning so or if you say so? If you say so. Okay, let's talk about George and Tammy tomorrow. I have issues with Jessica Chastain's mouth. Like, they were way fixated on her mouth. It's weird. Okay, I, I will. I will. I, I promise I'm watching both those today. There you go. All right, we're all caught up on good mornings and everything. First things to report. I mean, I don't know, but United States soccer, the end. Arnie, don't want to say too much, but George drinks a lot. I, I'm worried. I'm not worried about the Tammy Wynette character. I love the possum. You, you, they better, and, and, and here's the thing. You cannot protect him. Uh, Tammy and George, it's going to be on Showtime. It was on FX last night, but if you have Hulu, I believe you can get it there too. I don't want you to sugarcoat George Jones. But I know that this guy who's playing George Jones, he's a good actor. I, I, you'd know him if you saw him because he's a real weird, ugly-looking guy. Decent. Yeah, I mean, I, I think he's good, good for the role. I haven't seen any of it, but there is no way they're letting him sing. You're, you're out. Just tell me one thing. Are they letting him sing? That's all I need to know because I can base this series on that. Due to what Tom Hiddleston did to Hank Williams in the I Saw the Light movie, I'm sorry, no. Uh-uh. He came across as some weird, like, gay servant of the South. Tom Hiddleston did. Even when he talked. Oh, my little Bo Cephas. Just no. Uh-uh. No. But I, I, they let him sing George songs. And is she lip syncing or did Jessica? Because I've heard the the don't the stand by your man. I mean Tammy Wynette, you know, stand by your man. D I V O R C. Oh dear lord, they both sing. I'm afraid George and Tammy. George and Tammy, you are going down a wrong road due to the fact that there is, and and I will say this right now, there is no one, not a single person in the world. Sing this. He said, I'll love you till I die. She told him you'll forget in time. Regarded as the greatest country song of all as time. The years went slowly by. He's like eight bottles deep. She still prayed upon his mind. I, he probably beat up whatever wife he had at that time, he kept too. Her picture on his wall. Oh, you know this song was for Tammy. Went half crazy now and then. Big old pork chop sideburns. He still loved her through it all. Mm. Here we go. Here we go. Hoping she'd come back again. 
kept some letters by Get to it, George. Come on, let's get to the hook. All dressed oh, up. Oh, here we go. To go now, away. this is what we're about to call pruning. First time I'd seen him smile here. In it. He stopped loving her today. Oh, my God. Fuck, I'm almost wet after hearing that. I went in the stream. <laughs> uh, I can't tell if it's them or someone else, but it's not George and Tammy. But it seems like they may be dubbed in George and Tammy. Oh, I, I, all right, well, I'm watching it today. Mm. I know that I'm really late to the party, but I'm finally watching Sons of Anarchy. I've watched three seasons in six days. I don't know why it took me so long. That's a great show. There are rumors, Hot Mama, that the guy who plays Jax, I'm not going to tell you, you know, the series, you still got a few seasons left. I'm not going to tell you. I'm not going to ruin anything for you. You know, they have a spinoff called The Mayans, and they're supposed to do one about uh, like a prequel. Talking about maybe starting it up again. I'm just saying. There, 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 there's, there's talk. There's whispers. It's like George and Tammy are kind of singing it, but it's mixed with someone else. Okay. All right. Well, I, like I said, I'll check it out. I'm, ex- I'm excited to check it out. Um, so the USA soccer team, they lost. They're out. Uh, that was the big news. The college football playoff is set. Uh, let me see. Let me let me go to this and and let me. I I'll let you know. Joe and I'll talk more way more about this. Oh, good. I'm going to ESPN. Great shit. Ooh, T.J. Holmes and Amy Rowe are taken off the air. Ooh, the people on ABC on. Uh, the two that were stooping each other. All right, let's see. Um, NCAA football. News, rankings, news. Um, Georgia, Michigan, TCU, Ohio State. Georgia, Michigan, no problem. So, see, we were always taught you don't lose at the end of the season. Remember that old, the, 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 the old thing, you don't lose at the end of the season. TCU lost their championship game. Ohio State didn't even play in a championship game. This is why it needs to be expanded. I think this is probably the best they could have done to shut people up. The SEC, of course, is not happy about this. They think that a two-loss team should be in there. And eh, Look. Uh, I, I have a problem with Ohio State being in there. Ohio State didn't. It, look, Stephen A. Smith said it. And, and oh, by the way, by the way. Uh, breaking news, we are doing celebrity-ass deathmatch. On the, on the hind ends of that, that Cowboys game last night, 
which I, I'll get back to the Cowboys game here in a little bit because I, I got to go through this whole progression. But we do have Celebrity Ass Deathmatch today. Worst sports broadcasters ever. But uh, watching... <sighs> Ohio State got the shit beat out of them by Michigan. And look, look, I did not know how that game was going to go. Hail to the victors. I wanted Michigan to win. I think I have I, I have a lot of Ohio State friends. I have a lot of Michigan friends. I was rooting for Ogre. I, I'll just tell you right now. He's a Michigan fan. I, I'm, I'm down. They handled their business. Ohio State did not belong even in the talks. But then are we going to put a two-loss team in there? Are we going to put a two-loss you know, Tennessee team in? Are we going to put a two-loss Alabama team in? Which one of those teams deserves one of Alabama's losses was to Tennessee. Can we all say that the final is going to be Georgia against Michigan? Let's just let's just go ahead and pin that in there right now. So we had that. Um let's see, Saturday night, no, no sports there. Oh, Deion Sanders. Big news. Big news. Deion Sanders leaves Jackson State. A historically all-black college. And is now the head coach of the University of Colorado. Interesting move. He's going to make about $6 million a year, which is a giant increase from what they were paying their coach before. Deion, some, Deion Sanders is someone I admire very, very much. Deion Sanders, in my opinion, is probably one of the top three greatest players to ever play the game. And I liked him because he came out and talked shit and he backed it up. Deion never, ever didn't back up his shit. Yeah, Deion couldn't tackle. It didn't matter. Nobody threw it his fucking side of the field anyway. And he starts coaching high school football here in Texas when his sons are growing up. He's a part of their life. And I think that he's very, very active in all his children's life. He is the kind of guy you look at as a role model. The guy never got in trouble off field. He's never done drugs. Never out hoeing around. He's got children that he takes care of. Then he went to a high school to teach and, and, and become a high school football coach. Massive success there. And then was called by Jackson State. Went there. Made that culture about winning. Made that culture recognizable. Was on college game day. Brought a lot of attention to the HBCUs. As now going to Colorado. Colorado used to be a powerhouse. I take full credit as a University of Texas fan for ripping that fucking altar to the ground. The beatdown in 2000, what was it, 2005, we put on them in the Big 12 championship game. We scored 70 points. Nobody ever heard from Colorado ever again. 
I bet Grambling bribed Colorado to hire him. Well, here's the thing is that Dion is going, and he announced last night or, or two nights ago at his press conference that his son, who also was the quarterback for an undefeated Jackson State team, who has a giant bowl game coming up. It's like the national championship for HBCUs. They're undefeated. He still has one. I don't even know if if he's coaching that game or his son is even playing in that game due to the fact that his son has pretty much already said he's going to be the next Colorado coach or, or quarterback. If I'm the incumbent quarterback, I'm like, well, fuck me running. But his son ain't the only one coming. I'll tell you that right now. Oh, no, no, no. Dion is, look, look. And this is, this is my dilemma when it comes to this. He built this program from scratch, and now he's taken all the pieces that he brought, and he's taken them with him, including last year's number one recruit. The number one recruit in the nation turned down Florida State for Jackson State All because Deion Sanders. You don't think he's entering the portal to go to Colorado? You're goddamn right he is. Colorado became a contender in the Pac-12 as soon as Deion Sanders signed his name. The problem now is this. Jackson State, dog shit. You want to talk about a school that is going to have a reversal of fortunes like there's never been before? Hey, Alicia, good morning to you. Do I think that's right? No. Do I think that's the business? Yes. I still like Coach Prime. He graduates a lot of players. You got to like that. All right, we're about done talking sports here. Um, let's do this real quick. Uh, the NFL this weekend, uh, did, did I happen to mention, I, I don't know if I happen to mention. How about them Cowboys? Oh yeah, I did. I did. I did that they scored 54 points last night. That's like almost a record, isn't it? 54 to 19. My God. Um, the NFL picks. Jeez. Joe. I got to tell you, Joe, you had a good weekend. Now, there was a tie. I hate the NFL so much that they allow ties. The Giants and Commandos tied, so we're throwing that game out. We, we don't count ties in our league. Fuck ties. So we're, we're one game short. This week, Joe was 8-5. and five. Good week. Good week. Your daddy, though, was 11-2. and two. Suck on that. 11 and 2? All because the fucking Jets. God dang it, the Jets should have won that game. The Jets and the Texans. I, I That was a stupid pick. I thought the Texans were going to show some heart with Deshaun Watson coming back. They didn't show dick. Glad someone lost to them worse than the Vikings did. Well, 54 to 19, 40-3. And there's a possibility that Odell Beckham Jr. is going to be another wide receiver on the Cowboys. Now, now, first of all, let me just say, Cowboys don't need him. Cowboys do not need Odell Beckham Jr. 
the 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 receivers showed what they had last night. Gallo was a stud. CC Lamb is turning into a stud almost. He almost deserves wearing number 88 now. Almost. He he's almost there. Ezekiel Elliott has new stride. He looks like his almost rookie year self again. Our under the running back. Oh, I can't even think of his name off the top of my head. That guy's a fucking stud. He's my number one back. Tony Pollard. Tony Pollard is the fucking truth. So in 1966, the Redskins scored the most points, 72 against the Giants. Oh, okay, okay. But, Mage, I will say that the Niners, the Niners won against Miami, a good team in the AFC, with a third-string quarterback. Um... This is going to be interesting to watch the Niners. Because Garoppolo went down down for the rest of the season, his foot. Your other guy, he went back with a, with a knee, what, up two months ago? Um, can the third string guy, can he, can he hold up to the pressure? I mean... This is the run right here. This is the stretch run. Cowboys look on par to lose their first game in the playoffs again. Amen to that. I cannot wait. Handsome boy Jimmy G is out for the rest of the season. Ouch, minor fans. Charles, what's up? Hey, by the way, uh, Charles, remember a couple weeks ago, Charles was in here. I think it was Charles. Wasn't it Charles in here? That was a testing for the police academy. He passed. He passed. Pretty awesome shit there, buddy. Congratulations. Yeah, Niners losing Jimmy G I think is going to be huge. Bravo to the third string guy. I, I will say this, though. Once they get tape on him, he's done. I, I, I'm just saying. He's a third stringer for a reason. Uh, I'm shocked and stunned. Jenny Carapolo went down with yet another season-ending injury. Yes, as Niner fans all over. Oh, shit, Croatia taking on Japan this morning in the World Cup. Not that anybody cares. Their defense might carry them to a wild card spot. That's as far as they go. We'll see. I, I, I mean, uh, let, let me hold on a second here. Let's look at let's look at the um, the standings. Eight and four, seven and five. Seahawks. The Ram. Uh, God, that's such a bad division. I mean, you've got like a game lead over the Seahawks right now. And any and and all those teams are going to end up beating each other. So. Uh. Yeah, you guys will probably eat your way in there. I mean, there are four games left. Eight and eight could win that division. I'm just saying. Tampa Bay, they play tonight. What a fucking terrible division that is. Almost as bad. I mean, Minnesota is just running away with the North. 
they're got a, they've got a playoff spot locked in. Shit, they might have home field. Well, Philadelphia's 11-1. Till the next time we meet, motherfuckers. When is that, by the way? When is the next time we play the Eagles? Oh, man, we got, we got a couple of tune-ups. <laughs> we have the Texans and the Jags coming up. <laughs> oh, that's good shit right there. That is good shit. Oh, there are five games left. Okay, you're right. You're right. Yeah, Cowboys. I, we play them. Oh, on Christmas Eve. What a wonderful Christmas gift that would be. Oh, the magic of Christmas. I love it. I love it. I love it. All right. So there you go. There's our sports from the weekend. Now we can start talking about what's going on in the world and how the world is horrible. Real quick, North Korea has reportedly fired 130 missiles and artillery rounds. Well, artillery rounds. Uh, they're firing, violating Korean agreement. They've been doing that in this morning, or they're shooting all this stuff off. I don't know what they're doing. I, I just don't. Nor do I care. North Korea is not going to do anything until Daddy China. It, uh, I do this. I, I did that story for one reason because I imagine there's a lot of people reporting it this morning, as if something's happening. Nothing's happening because Daddy, China, hasn't said to go ahead and do it yet. As soon as Daddy, China, tells North Korea they can fuck around, well, then they can fuck around. But until that, he, and, and by the way, Kim Jong Fatty, that some bitch lives and dies by what the Chinese leader says. He, he knows where his protection is. So, yeah. Fuck that guy. Now, some interesting shit happened over the weekend. We got I I didn't look, I didn't watch a lot of news. But oh, congratulations by the way to Fred McGriff, the the crime dog baseball hall of fame. I love Fred McGriff. Fred McGriff was he was an all right guy. Um Trump made the statements that the U.S. Constitution be condemned. Um, He said that in response to a release of the Twitter files Friday, a pretty much treasure trove of documents detailing Twitter's communications on censorship. Trump argued the file showed evidence of fraud and deception in the 2020 election and went on to argue parts of the Constitution should be terminated to address it. Uh, So with this revelation of massive and widespread fraud and deception in working closely with big tech companies, the DNC and the Democratic National Party, do you throw the presidential election's results of 2020 out and declare the rightful winner, or do you have a new election? Uh, massive fraud of this type and magnitude allows for the termination of all the rules, regulations, and articles, even those found in the Constitution. Our great founder did not want and would not condone false and fraudulent elections. Okay, I'm glad I finally read this. 
<laughs> yes, Griff was Al Bundy's co-worker at the shoe store. And Elon Musk has come out and said the Constitution is bigger than any president. <clears throat> and I agree. I hate this because now I have to sound like I am I am supporting Donald Trump and I'm standing up for him. Because I thought this might be one of those one of the first coffin nails. This is media bullshit once again. Andrew says, touch my constitution and shit gets real. I don't care who you are or what your reasoning is. What he's saying is, he's saying that with the release of these documents that showed there was obvious cheating in the election, we all see it now. There's evidence. Yet we're not going to look at that evidence and go, there was cheating. Wait, let's throw these out. He is saying that if you allow that to happen, which we are allowing to have happen, you might as well get rid of all the rules. It allows for the termination of all the rules. So he used a better word than me. It allows. Saying that you can get rid of everything, even the constitutional rules, you can get rid of those. If you can, if you can justify... Having a fake election, then you can justify getting rid of the Constitution. He did not say get rid of the fucking Constitution. And of course, everybody jumps on this. The White House, well, I can't believe Donald Trump is calling for getting rid of the Constitution. He's not! Sacrosanct, uh, the American Constitution is a sacrosanct document that for over 200 years has guaranteed the freedom and rule all prevail. Our con- the Constitution brings out the American people together regardless of party and elected leaders swear to uphold it, the White House Press Secretary Andrew Bates said in a statement. Well, real fast, thank you so very much and... Uh, No, no, Andrew, Andrew, you didn't mishear it. It's been misreported. Yeah, you know know what I'm going to do? This is what I'm going to do here. I'm going to put his quote up here. There it is. Mm-hmm. Big tech company, DNC and Democrat. Do you throw the president? We have a new election. Trump posted a massive fraud of this type. So once again, in my opinion, he is not calling for the end of the Constitution. He's saying if you allow this, you might as well start fucking throwing shit away. That, that's my interpretation of it. Sad thing is we haven't really been following the documents for decades. If we had, probably wouldn't be in this play predicament right now. You're absolutely, you're, you're so right, because we have allowed all this shit to happen. It's maddening. Maddening beyond maddening. 
I mean, and now we have more people coming out. And <laughs> do, do I need this? Do, do, do you need this? Do we need more miss- whistleblowers to come out and say that the COVID was leaked from a Wuhan lab? Do, do I need more people to come out and tell me that I was right, along with pretty much everybody else, that, that we did not buy the fact that it was from some weird fucking bat? I mean... You need people like me so you can point your fucking fingers and say, that's the bad guy. It's a bat that had sex with, I don't know, a tarantula in one of the wet markets they have there, and then people eat tarantulas, and, and this tarantula got into a a, a big old uh, a, a jug of other tarantulas, infected them all, so that's how everybody got infected was a bat fucking a tarantula, and then that tarantula spread it. And everybody had tarantula soup, and then they got it because they didn't boil it. Tarantula soup, you got to eat halfway cold. Any good Asian cuisine will tell you that. And, and, and that's how we got the COVID. That right there. That will be how it's, that's how it should be spun. <laughs> you fucking kidding me? <laughs> what you're saying you're you're saying that that the covid the 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 bug that we all got was actually made in a lab and they leaked it <sighs> there's a reason the closest relative to covid was found in the wuhan lab i know right i mean it's just Giving us little morsels of the truth. Well, here you go. Oh, you guys knew this one already? Well, our bads. We're not going to tell you anything else. Fuck you. Uh. And I love when reporters write these stories and they put headlines up and they bold face, you know it. We know. We knew. Give me some new stuff. You want to talk about new stuff? All right. I got to tell you, I'll talk about it on the show. Maybe I should start because this thing has got me intrigued. This whole butchering thing going up in Idaho. All right. Where these four college students were all gutted like pigs from what I understand. the, The initial report was their blood was soaking through the walls. That's a lot of fucking blood. All right. This is like almost two months old. The four people were murdered together in a house. And we ain't got shit. Latest revelations are is that the one of the daddies is saying that the wounds don't match. Oh, I'm I, I I'm all in on this. I'm watching this like there's no... I cannot wait for the movie to come out. I'm going to tell you who it is right now. It's one of the roommates. Because, see, then we found out. You remember? We found out that there was two roommates that was still living up upstairs. Or they were downstairs. They were in the basement. They locked themselves in. Uh-huh. Remember, the, the, the 911 call didn't come until like 14 hours later. 
That's plenty of time to shower off. Take maybe a couple of, I don't know, a couple of hits of some kind of, I don't know, uh, Oxycontin. Get a few hours sleep. Poof, wake up. Oh, my God, there was a murder. I'm telling you right now. It was cocaine bear. Oh, <laughs> uh, hey, Arnie, since you liked the Skeletor meme from last week so much, what did you think of the one that Fred posted up on the show page yesterday? I have not seen it yet. Hold on. By the way, are you guys enjoying the, uh, the uh, what's his name, Willie? The, uh, the, the Hess family elf? I, I love it. I think I think Willie's doing a great job. Let's see uh, what Fred put up yet. Oh yes, the uh... <laughs> the Skeletor thing. Yes, that that's quite lovely. That the the thing of margarine looks like a vagina. There are people in the house. Yeah, yeah, there are two roommates that are living downstairs. So, uh, morning, Sawyer's dad. How are you, my friend? I don't report on the story because there ain't nothing going on. I'm telling you right now, somebody in the house. Somebody in the house. God, I would rather give her that story than fucking ever talk about this guy again. But I got to tell you, if it weren't for, for, for Joe Biden... Being so entertaining, we do have one other person, and that is Kanye West. Kanye West continues to lose his mind day after day after day. Um, he has now fired Milo Yiannopoulos, the gay Muslim Super right-winger, very politically active man. I'm enjoying Willie the Ass Family Elf, but I wish this had been around years ago because I want the snoop on a stoop. There you go. Um, Milo has been fired from Yee's campaign team following his crash-and-burn interview with Alex Jones. Jesus, he did shit the bed there. Not to mention a bunch of other people. Look, if anybody believes this guy has a fucking shot at anything, I I, I, I don't know what to even say about Kanye West anymore. Every time I don't think, he's like America. He's the perfect representation. Maybe he's the perfect leader for America because he's the perfect representation of a lot of the stupidity in this country. Just when I, I think the country can't get any stupider, they do. Electing this guy would be a fucking monumentally stupid thing. And you think about it, a guy in the entertainment world, what is he going to do? By the way, by the way, <clears throat> why does anybody have a problem with all the, the Jewish people in Hollywood? First of all, first of all, I don't care. You can, you can say that about medicine as well. 
Why, 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 do, why do people have a problem with him in Hollywood? I don't get a lot of Jew-related things on TV. I mean, they haven't been they haven't been shoving Jewish shit down my throat all these years. So what's the problem? The last meltdown, this epic that I can think of was Britney when she shaved her head. But even she wasn't this bad shit crazy. No, you're right about that. That was a good one. Um, when she lost it, when she was in Hollywood getting a tattoo. Shaved her head in a tattoo shop, which wasn't very sanitary, by the way. And then swung that umbrella at the at the paparazzi. Oh, that was her hottest. God, that was when Britney was so hot. God, that was such a good time in everyone's life. That was a good time in America. Why don't we have that? Now we get this guy who's wearing masks on alt-right shows. He's just, he's done. He's just done. I, I do have an interesting email about him. Tomorrow we got Lister Mail brought to you by our dear friends at JS Floors. Um, an interesting email about him. And, and we'll talk more about Kanye tomorrow. But it, it, I literally, I, I'm looking forward to watching TMZ today to see what Kanye does today. I, I mean, he, he's turning into almost must-see television. Almost. All right, let's see here. Um, Portland residents flock to illegal magic mushroom store that's brazenly open on a busy street. Surprise, surprise, surprise. As city sees record murders and famed brands threaten to quit over crime. Literally, there is a shop, and it's got a sign the the shroom house and there's lines of people to buy magic mushrooms which is illegal well uh let's see uh well trump picked mexicans to be the boogeyman and kanye picked jews i guess so shroom house sells psychobun mushrooms despite the fact it's illegal in oregon the shop says it's not a dispensary but a health and wellness shop Um, they're actually going to start a dispensary in January, I guess. Dispensaries will start being accepted in January. They're like, ah, fuck the dispensary. We're not. We're a health and wellness shop. Because <laughs> we don't care about your health and our money is our wellness. We are nothing more than drug dealers. Donald, good morning, my friend. How are you? Let's use trans cares. Misguided diagnosis that left her mutilated. I don't care about that. Anybody watch the National Final Rodeo? I watched some of it. It's happening down in Vegas. It's all that's over TikTok, man. 
Ain't no, ain't no good fucking videos out there right now. It's just everybody and what they're wearing to NFR tonight. You wear a hat, you wear boots, and your jeans. I, I didn't think it was that complicated. I mean, it is the National Finals Rodeo. Oh, I know what I wanted to do. Hold on a second here. Let's see. Uh, Let's see if they've updated this yet. Hopefully they have, but... Is this today? Let's see. Um, No, that's from November 14th. I don't want November 14th. I want right now. That's Thanksgiving three weeks ago. We do not have a current update on the murders and shootings in Chicago over the weekend. Uh, just getting ready to take off for work. Wish I could stick around and listen to the whole show live. Well, Donald, that's okay. You can download it. It will be available as soon as the show's over at arnieradio.com. Shrooms will help with all kinds of things, but Big Pharma rules the world. All right. Um, police in Chicago, and, and remember the leader of Chicago, uh, she, she, I guarantee you she got behind this. Uh, good old, uh. Mayor, uh... Nobody um, likes you. You're a liar. And a thief. Murderer. The Chicago Police Department held an event over the weekend that paid residents for their guns. This is the stupidest shit. Um, the event held at a church, um... Gave residents a $100 prepaid gift card for each gun they turned in and $10 for BB guns and air guns and replicas. Chicagoans who attended the event were not asked how they acquired the guns. If they turned them in, there was no limit on how many guns each person could exchange. 103 firearms were turned in during the event along with 19 replica guns. Well, at least a lot of legal gun owners will be getting their guns back maybe now. Now that you've figured out a way for people to uh, rob houses, get guns, not use them for bad, but turn them in for gift cards so they can pay for Christmas. Well, thank you, Donald. I appreciate you listening, man. Why pay for replicas? Because to get those off the street, because cops, look, We've all seen BB guns, and some of these BB guns, they don't have the orange tips at the end or the the neon-colored tips. They look like real guns. So you can get those replicas off the street. I, I don't think they're talking about, like, you know, a, the, the Nerf rocket launcher. I don't think they're talking about that. And by the way, you got rid of that. You're an idiot. That'd be awesome. But, yeah, look, look, I think the whole thing's stupid. The, the gun buyback programs. Oh, we won't say anything. Oh, that's wonderful. Maybe you're going to get a couple guns that were used in homicides that now you have no way to identify how you ever got those guns because there are no questions asked. I get it. I, I understand what they're trying to do with community service and all that kind of bullshit. 
This is putting lipstick on a pig once again. Um, wow. According to the Chicago Sun-Times, there have been 641 homicides. Good God. Yeah, they look like it, but they really don't hurt anyone, so they should have told them to fuck off. I think the whole thing is gay anyways. I, I Look, I do too. I want to the... Good thing there's no questions asked because I have a few questions. Question number one. Let's say somebody turns in a, a beautiful 1911 fucking Colt. And you get a $100 gift card for that. That gun's easily a fucking $500 gun. And you're going to give away a $500 gun at least. I don't know a whole lot about gun prices, but I know that's a good one. You're going to give away a $500 gun for a $100 gift card to fucking Walmart. People are so dumb. I can't think of a single gun worth less than like 200 bucks on the streets. Exactly. But see, they don't want them selling them to gang members. Commit hella crimes. Oh, I said the word. I said it. Damn it. H e l l a. Damn it. I accidentally said it. Ugh. Hate that word. Only Dirk uses that word. Our Indian friend who answers the heaven. Hello. I I am hella stalked. Um. Commit crimes. Turn in the gun during the gun exchange. No questions asked. Get a gift card. Yeah. It pays to do crime in Chicago. They. This is the city's motto. It it pays to do crime here. Must be an asshole to live there. I swear to God. Uh, all right. Phone number is 775-357-FANS. But you know what? The, it, it is that time. We haven't done this. Um, yeah, we need this one right here. Right here. We need this. Yep. Because it is time for Celebrity, celebrity. And Death Match Sportscaster. Now, I know we had talked about this one a few weeks ago, but after watching the Cowboys game last night and hearing Chris Collinsworth root against the Cowboys the entire game... I said, it's go time. So here we go, ass family. The Mount Rushmore of worst sportscasters of all time. And we start with that mealy mouth jackass, Chris Collinsworth. I guarantee that every one of those guns is going to police department, and if any come back linked to a crime once they're through ballistics, they will track those people down and turn those guns in, guaranteed. I hope you're right. Um, all right, here we go. Let's see. Uh, if you found a gun in an abandoned apartment, you cleaned it out, and you don't know where it came from, and you get $100, win-win. Okay. I think we did this one before. Well, we're doing it again. We're doing it again because here we go. We have in our first round matchup, Chris Collinsworth 
taking on that mouthy jackass who does a show with Shannon Sharp, Skip Bayless. Chris Collinsworth, Skip Bayless, ass family. Ah! Who you got? person you hate the most and now skip bayless moves on wow all right here we go that is right he lost to the niners twice in the in the super bowl um here we go oh i hate these two motherfuckers the first one got his start it seems like a million years ago Doing minor league baseball in Louisville, then moving up to the Cardinals organization, then taking over NBC and ruining it. The one and only Bob Costas taking on former NBA superstar who, as an announcer, is describable in one word, and that word is horrible. Bob Costas versus Bill Walton. Horrible. Ask family who you got. Interesting match. Costas, ass family, Bob Costas moves on. Boy, this is this is very interesting. All right, here we go. Next one we got. These are the these are the lead guys for their networks. One guy's network is ESPN, and he is telling us on Monday nights how it is with Troy Aikman. Ladies and gentlemen, I give you that sucker, suck-ass bastard, Joe Buck, taking on Sunday Night Football's Mike Tirico. Joe Buck versus Mike Tirico. 
ass family. Who you got? People had hatred for Mike Tirico like I did. Now, this last one, this is kind of shooting fish in a barrel for me because a lot of people might not know the second guy. I'll start with the second guy. The second guy's name is Larry Merchant. Larry Merchant used to be the main guy, uh, the main analyst when it came to boxing on HBO. And throughout his career, you could tell how sauced he was getting on the air. And by the time he had to interview the winner of the match, he's swaying back and forth. He was just a clown. And I say Larry Merchant is on this list, and he is taking on the clown of all clowns, Chris Berman. Back, 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 back. Chris Berman versus Larry Merchant. Ask family, who ya got? Manamana. 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 We have a winner, ladies and gentlemen, Chris Berman moves on, and now we will find out he could go to hell. That's funny. Um, first matchup. To see who makes it onto the Mount Rushmore of sportscasters who we hate. First matchup is a delicious, spicy one of Skip Bayless against Bob Costas. Skip Bayless, Bob Costas, ass family. Who you got?
he pulls away a lot at the end. Ladies and gentlemen, Skip Bayless. Skip Bayless is on the Mount Rushmore. Skip Bayless one time wrote an article about Dexter Manley. Dexter Manley played for the, uh, the Washington Redskins. He was a defensive tackle. He was also dyslexic and couldn't read, but that was a whole different story. Anyway, Skip Bayless was writing a, a, an article in the Dallas Times-Herald, and they were doing an advertisement trying to sell more copies of the Dallas Times-Herald. And they showed a reporter saying, asking, you know, uh, Dexter Manley, what he thought of Skip Bayless calling him a 254-pound uh, sack of sugar. And Dexter Manley looked and says, hey, Skippy, you ever been hit with a 254-pound bag of sugar? Skip Bayless didn't mess with him anymore. Skip Bayless is on that Mount Rushmore now, ass family. Oh, wait, no, no, no. What am I doing? Have I had a stroke today? Oh, no, yeah, yeah, yes. Yes, I have had a stroke. Okay, he is on the Mount Rushmore. All right, next one up, we have Joe Buck taking on the rumbling, stumbling, Burt be home by 11, <laughs> Chris Berman. Joe Buck against Chris Berman. Ask family who you got. <laughs> part of the Mount Rushmore of sportscasters we hate. He joins Skip Bayless. We will have the Eastern Regionals in the next break here at ArnieRadio.com.
little crazy, but we never got caught. Down by the river on a Friday night, pyramid of cans in the pale moonlight. Talking about cars and dreaming about women. Never had a plan, just living for the minute. Yeah, went down yonder on the chat of food. You never knew how much that muddy water meant to me. But I learned how to swim and I learned who I was. A lot about living and a little about love. I've noticed here in Virginia, when a car is on the side of the road, 
They put a T-shirt in the window to indicate the driver will be back and the car is not abandoned. I've never heard of this and don't remember seeing it in California. Anyone else heard of this or do this? I've never heard of that. By the way, I'm betting that that, uh, I ain't going to be ever doing that because my T-shirts are probably worth more than the car that I'm abandoning on the side of the road. Couldn't you just put a note up there? uh, Coming back, don't tow. I mean, mean, T-shirt, oh, well, they they got a T-shirt on the window, Earl. That means they're coming back. All right, well, we won't tow it. Three days later. Hey, man, isn't that the same car? That's still got the T-shirt on there. Well, we ain't going to tow it. They're coming right back. They might have had a long walk. Never heard of it. I have never heard of that. And uh, I know what I want to do. Uh, I was talking about this because I'm about to do something here. The end of the year is fastly approaching. I wonder if homeless fuckers use that for their stolen grocery carts. Um, I am going to take the final week of the year off. That's the uh, Christmas is on a, hold on a second, I had it here. Christmas is on a Sunday this year. So we will be doing the shows uh, up until the 23rd. I'm going to take that last week off. Now, if something huge happens in the world, I'll come back and and come in and, 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 and do some shows. But if nothing happens, take that week off, just kind of uh, rejuvenate, recharge the old engine, if you will. But I have until that time right there to make my predictions for 2023. And... Ladies and gentlemen, can I please have your attention? I've just been handed an urgent and horrifying news story. And I need all of you to stop what you're doing and listen. As soon as I'm done reading this story, what's happening here in this story, I will make my first prediction of 2023. Now, that means, yes, oh, I'm ready to look up the asparagus lady and see what she's predicting for the year See if there are any, you know, caged animals that make predictions for the years. We'll get them all. I promise. Hire a crack whore to snail trail your car so nobody will touch it. Well, that's what I thought. Uh, I'd not work, but I've seen dozens of cars on the side of the road with a T-shirt out the window, then Googled it. It's common in North, in North Carolina and Virginia. Okay. Now. I have not, I, 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 the, the, this morning was the first time I got to see this trailer. And to say I'm excited about watching this series is the understatement of all understatements. I know that we hate the Markles. I, I know it. But if you have not seen the trailer for, for the, this new documentary, that's all bullshit. Here's the audio version. It's really hard to look back on it now and go, what on earth happened? You hear that? That is the sound of hearts breaking all around the world. She's becoming a royal rock star. And then... Everything changed. There's a hierarchy of the family. 
You know, there's leaking, but there's also planting of stories. There was a war against Meghan to suit other people's agendas. It's about hatred. It's about race. It's a dirty game. The pain and suffering of women marrying into this institution, this feeding frenzy. I realized they're never going to protect you. I was terrified. I didn't want history to repeat itself. No one knows the full truth. We know the full truth. Damn! Oh! I got you know what? I got to give it up to the ginger. That right line, that line right there and the way he looks into the camera when he says no one knows the truth, we know the full truth. That is the suck on these nuts, motherfuckers. I gotcha. Mm-hmm. I predict Arnie's 2023 predictions will kick the asparagus mancer's uh, predictions ass so bad it will make her pee smell. I predict Kanye murder-suicide. I, I, I will have to think about Kanye. I also predict a Democrat will fake an assassination attempt. Interesting. I'm staying away from these politics on this side of the border. After seeing this Netflix documentary trailer, uh, by the way, it comes out. Wait, wait, when does this come out? Hold on. Netflix. When? When? Wait, when, 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 when? Little bit of naughty, little bit of night. Damn it. I think it comes out in like a couple weeks. I'm watching the shit out of this. Oh, um, today's streaming giant convention. Volume 1 launched on December 8th. Okay, December 8th. Please beat Trump with Kanye. I also predicted him. Uh, he's included in the term. Uh, no one, uh, so he doesn't know shit. Let me just say this right here. we go. Uh, let's see. Let's get a... Uh, a fanfare. You know what? Here we go. Here's my first official prediction. The royal family will start to gr- crumble due to these investigations. Now, now, now hear me out. And, and here's the deal. Good old Prince Willie. No, not the Christmas elf. This is Prince Willie. Um, um, right. That's his name. William. Yeah. Prince William. He's been in Boston and he is set. Uh, he is ready to fucking, he is ready to rage war against his brother and says he plans to push back any wild claims that this documentary has. Oh, it's on baby. So, so, so this is my prediction is that the, the, the family starts to crumble. I want you to think about this. Prince Charles, for the last, well, his life, has never had stress. I mean, really, he's never had stress. Mommy took care of everything. I mean, she's the queen. She was the queen for, what, like 97,000 years? And when she croaked, all of a sudden, everything got put on it. Now, I understand that the king... And the queen don't really do a lot. 
but they have a lot of things they have to do. There's a lot of things that change and a lot of things, and he's going to be stressed because change equals stress. Death of your mother, stress. Change now, stress. All this kind of stress. The stress and turmoil he has from what his youngest son is doing by outing everything and turning his back on his family. And then the stress he has to watch his oldest son battle his youngest son. Not to mention the stress he has from his pedophile alleged brother that he has to deal with. I'm just telling you this right now. This royal family, he's going to stress out. He might, he might croak. He might be in my Deadpool. But we're going to start to see rumblings of the end of the royal family. That is my first prediction of 2023, the year of our Lord. There you go. I think this story is is so delicious. I think it is so it, it's so good on so many terms that that Harry is doing this or he did this and the editors edited it in a way because that could be another claim depending on how bad this goes. Oh, by the way, the royal family is quite protected. And when this comes out, you might see some actual heads roll. I'm just saying. Just saying. I would not want to keep the, you think about this, to keep this monarchy around for the last, what, ever. And they haven't been ruling in, in what, 70, 80 years, 100 years. Yet they still live in a palace. They still wear the finest clothes. They eat the finest food. They see the finest talents. All based on British people giving them their money. Now with all these these seeds of incest and fucking all this kind of stuff, we could see the end of it. I, I don't think it'll happen in my lifetime. It would be something. Wouldn't that be something to see the end of the royal family in Great Britain? Like Windsor Palace is turned into like, and, and they keep the, they they kick the Windsors out. Like, hey, you're a ruling class for a while. We'll, we'll give you a little house, you know. But y- y'all gotta get jobs. Yeah, y- y'all ain't living off the fucking dime no more. That'd be awesome. That'd be so awesome. That would be America's final fuck you to them. Now, now, wouldn't this also be delicious? Meghan Markle and Harry, they tear down the royal family, and then she divorces him. Oh, my God. Yep, yeah, I just got a little moist. I got a little moist thinking about this, how one woman brought down... The Windsors. One 
non-talented actress from Inglewood ended everything that Great Britain knew about. I don't think she could ever travel there again. Magic pussy right there. I know everybody was laughing before at me when I said it, but that is some real magic stuff. All right. Over the weekend, Megan will divorce Harry and immediately start dating Pete Davidson, Magic Pussy versus Wondercock. Boy, oh boy, that would be the end of one of the two. That would be, that's, you know what? That's like the, the WrestleMania thing. By the way, I made a match better. I cheated, though. When Tommy was on, he hit me with uh, just such a surprise in the, the tag team event of the Dudley Boys versus the Steiner Brothers, which is a match I would, I would, I would back the money truck up to see. But what if we made it a fatal three-way and we involved the Road Warriors? Because it's hard for me not to have a, a a tag team championship without the Road Warriors. But anyway, I was thinking about that the other night on the toilet. Um, oh, God. That would be so great. So uh, this weekend they had the Kennedy Centered Honors. And I don't know if they televised or if they if they uh, they tape delayed it or whatever. It's going to be tape delayed, but it was this weekend. Of course, you couldn't get more uppity liberal than the fucking room than this evening, due to the fact that um, George and Anal Clooney. I'm sorry, I'm all. I'm all. It, it's A M A L. There's no in there. It's A M. Am all, not in all. Okay. Georgian Amal Clooney, you two, and Gladys Knight and the Pips were being honored. Of course, Biden, Harris were there. Nancy Pelosi and Paul Pelosi showed up. Donning a suave black hat. He was in a tux in this black hat. You're looking at the black hat going, yeah, all right, well, we know why he's wearing that because the motherfucker got a hole in his skull. So they're there. Oh, one of the other people that was being honored, and I got a real fucking problem. First of all, Sasha Baron Cohen was there to poke fun at... um. Who's he, what's it? Donald Trump and Kanye West. There's Paul with his fedora on. Joe Biden giving the old, you know, hey, buddy, how you doing? Man, oh, man, why can't they have this at that theater that, that Lincoln used to go to? I wish they would have had it there. Your Kanye, he tried to move to Kazakhstan and even tried to change his name in the Kazakhstan way. But we said he's too anti-Semitic, even for us. Um, All right, whatever. Okay. So, first of all, Bono's getting fucking... Whatever. Bono's there. Somebody else that was there was Amy Grant. 
Amy Grant was talking. I saw a story about Amy Grant talking about how she was in some kind of accident and she forgot the lyrics to her song. Let, let, let me just say this right now. The Kennedy Center Honors can kiss my fucking honky ass. Amy Grant. I, I, I don't hold this back whenever I see Amy Grant's name in, in, in type. I, I just have to fucking talk about it because like the biggest Christian recording artist in the world. Okay. Now, see, first of all, like, 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 if you're a big, like, gangster rapper, we all saw the movie CB4 and what happens when you play on that. You're going to get smoked by Charlie Murphy. But, but these people live their lifestyle. If you're a rapper, usually you're from the hood and, you know, you, you've had some trials and tribulations maybe growing up and you rap about it, right? You usually talk about where you're from, do you? You know what I'm talking about, right? So Amy Grant, the super-duper Christian, meaning you're super-duper Christian, you're going to live a super-duper Christian lifestyle, aren't you? I mean. Not if you're Amy Grant. Amy Grant had an accident when she married a man's cock and rammed it into her cooch. Yeah, yeah. You see, uh, Amy Grant, this wonderful Christian artist, decided that she wanted to do the old hoopty doopty with another married artist who proclaims to be a Christian as well. The, the ever so effeminate sounding, aka gay as shit, Vince Gill. There is not a country artist on earth I can't stand more than Vince Gill. And Amy Grant is going to start stooping him while she's married and while he's married. They broke up their marriages. And this gal is still an acclaimed Christian artist. Now, I guess the Christians just done forgave her. Mighty big of them. But I'm sorry, if you're going to be a hoe, you can't be doing Christian music. He might already be dead if Charlie's going to smoke you. He died in two seconds. Yes, I know he's dead, but he played the bad guy in that movie. Um, yes, the Kennedy Center on... It is the Kennedy Center, and George Clooney's there. God, I hate that guy. I cannot stand George Clooney. I don't think that there is there is not a per there's not a celebrity who just he makes the the hair on the back of my neck stand up when I see him. Cause I'm like, dude, you started out on Facts of Life. And now you're, oh, I'm jealous of everything he has. you goddamn right. He's the prettiest man, one of the prettiest men I've ever seen. He's got bazillions of dollars. Why ever wanted to have kids? I still don't know, but whatever. He had kids with his anal chick. Imal, I'm sorry. You know, shitting out these kids and stuff. I'm like, come on, man. Like Brad Pitt wanting custody of Angelina Jolie's kids. Ain't those kids fucked up enough? Why you want custody of that? 
and Amy Grant worshiped Jesus. She got nailed. She got nailed more than Jesus. I just, man, I couldn't, I could not. I cannot fathom being in a room this fucking liberal. Oh my God. I mean, Bono and you two, they got their little their little ribbons on with the rainbows. George Clooney, for what? I still don't know. George Clooney hadn't done a movie in what, like six years? What the hell is he getting honored for? Anyone else now singing the theme song, Dear Lord, It's Uncontrollable, one word, phrase, and poof, I've got to sing the whole song, it correlates it. It's Luke Lyrical Tourette. It's like Lyrical Tourette's. What song is that? Oh, man. All right. So, done with Kennedy Centers? Yes. By the way, Saturday Night Live is being uh, is being called out because they made a joke about Joe Biden. I'm not kidding. I'm not kidding on both fronts. Is that first of all, they made a joke about Joe Biden. And over the whole world, those promise World War One promised us a perpetual peace. There you go. President Biden signed a measure that would force railway workers to accept a deal that averts a strike but does not include paid sick leave. Why do you expect Biden to care about sick leave when he shows up to work every day with full-blown CTE? (laughs) The Senate passed the Respect for Marriage Act. That was it? That was it? And people writing stories about it? I mean, I'm, I'm happy that they actually cracked a joke at Joe Biden's expense, but that was it? In the hour and a half that you had, you, that was the only joke you had for Joe Biden. He hasn't done anything else. Oh, I'm sure that you had Kanye stuff. I, I, I've stopped watching. It, it, it's finally gotten to the point where I have stopped watching it. And it kills me. Killed just Saturday Night Live was a big part of my life for a long time. I, I can't do it anymore. Yeah, I've heard that. I've heard of that. Eric Cartman can't do anything until Stick Song Come Sail Away is finished. Joe makes a joke of himself, so they're going to get mad at that. Well, I, I find it odd that they're writing about a joke about the president on Saturday Night Live. That used to be. Phil Hartman, you remember Phil Hartman and how he lampooned um, um, he lampooned Bill Clinton when he went to the the McDonald's. I think that wouldn't. I mean, they used to do that to Democrats that were in office. They they did it to Barack Obama. Not bad, bad, but they did it to him. 
Well, by the way, what's wrong with making fun of Joe Biden? Nothing. I, I hope that they full on and, and they go and make fun of this asshole, too. I, I do support fracking and I don't I don't I support fracking and I stand and I do support fracking. I run on Roe v. Wade uh, celebrates the demise of Roe v. Wade. They don't have a character for him yet on Saturday Night Live. I say shame on you, Saturday Night Live. Shame on you for everything that is good and holy in the world of comedy. John Fetterman is comedy fucking gold. I mean, for the love of God. They turned me loose in the nervous hospital. Said I was well. Mm-hmm. And of course, the Eagles are so much better than the Eagles. I'm, I mean, damn. Come on. Don't worry about what cry, baby. Oh, you can't make fun of me as a stroke victim. The hell I can't. I am so sick and tired of being told who I can and cannot make fun of. For the love of God. The man thought he was the highest ranking police officer in a city when he was the mayor. That was before the stroke, people. He pulled a shotgun on somebody. A black guy that was just jogging. Didn't we have a story about that? Something like that in Georgia? With what, a, a dad and his son, and a black guy jogging, ended up dead. But no, we can't make fun of him because he has stroke. That'd be mean. That'd be mean-spirited. We don't do stuff that's mean-spirited anymore in this country. Fuck off. I swear to God. Man, oh man. I do, you, you know, there, there's something that does keep me up at night. And it really does because I, it, it worries me because I, I, I do hold it very, very close to me. And that is comedy. And that's all comedy. Even the shitty dad jokes out there, I hold those close to me. Because that, I mean, that is, that, that, that's my, my Bible, if you will. When it comes to like old stand-up routines and things like that and great comedians and funny lines and things like that, the writing of it, I love it more than anything. And within the next generation or two, we will not have comedy anymore because no one will want to make comedy because comedy involves pain. Like it or not, there's some pain involved, and as if as long as it's not happening to us, it's funny. But now we've all grown this bullshit fucking feeling sense where, oh, it does affect us now because we can feel it. We can empathize. But it's still funny. A guy falling in a wood chipper is fucking hilarious. My theory of why SNL won't make fun of the president, they won't do it because they feel that it's immoral. Like, how can you pick on a retard for being retarded? 
but you wouldn't think twice about calling Christopher Castillo retard because fuck that guy. And I, I, I think that's why they don't make fun of Fetterman. I honestly think that. They made fun of Reagan when he had fucking Alzheimer's, for God's sakes. This is a show that used to be... In the way... The the show that was almost too soon. A lot of comedians describe Gilbert Godfrey as the too soon comedian. He would make comic he would make jokes too soon of celebrities' death and stuff like that. And and truly for the 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 pure fact of entertainment and laughing, there is no such thing as too soon. In a comic's mind, there's not fast enough. Kobe Bryant joke I came up with. I came up literally 30 seconds after it was announced he was dead. 30 seconds, I, I'm, and I'm very proud of this joke. Last thing he told his wife, honey, you cr- you stay in bed, I'll crash on the chopper. I mean, look, look, and I'm, I'm sorry, his daughter was involved. I apologize for all that, but hey, joke's a joke. People found that joke very funny. And a lot of people didn't find the joke funny. That's fine. I, it, comedy is subjective. Not everybody's going to get it. Sometimes my humor is smarter than the average bear can get. But don't you worry. I can root around down in the fucking mud just as bad, just as well. But I'm so worried about comedy in general. Comedy for the next generation, for the generation after that. If we scrub comedy down so much to where it's You can't make fun of anybody. You can't do this. You can't do that. I'm afraid. Like I said, comedy's over. Now, I found something. um, And I don't know if it's real or not. Give up your dreams of freedom now because in order to save our own Mm. students, Okay. Allegedly, this is Jeffrey Epstein's little black book, and it has a phone number that's listed on a page. I saw this video, and this is possibly for his cell phone number. I don't know if it's true. This might be Alec Baldwin. We're going to try it. I'm not saying it is, and if it is, I'm sure he's turned his phone off by now. Um... Let's see. (laughs) Bubba wants him to answer. Get him, Bubba. Your call has been forwarded to an automated voice messaging system. Tom Dresser. Hey. Is not available. I don't think that was him. 
At the tone, please record your message. When you finish. All right, so that wasn't his number. Maybe we, I, I, look, I, I saw it on a thing and then we tried. We tried. Failed miserably. Ooh, there's a package at the door. I wonder what it could be. <laughs> oh, and look at that. I am the only one home. Man, oh, man, I'm just going to have to go out there and check and see what that is and maybe open it up. I love that big slobber machine. He's so entertaining. Oh, yeah, Bubba, watch the UPS guy get out, walk up. Arnie, you got uh, only one get shot like uh, like he did at Helena Hutchinson. <laughs> no shit. All right. All right. So what we're going to do here now is we're going to go to round two. That is correct. Round two. I don't know what I would have done if that was Alec Baldwin. I would I would have been I would have been dumbstruck. I've been like, uh, yeah, hi, Alec. Uh, I got a picture deal for you. It's about a, a an interesting uh, a movie where the star shoots the cinematographer. You think you might be interested in something like that? Give me a call back at uh, Shoot You Studios. Oh, uh, <laughs> you know, that's pretty good. That it's almost too good. <sighs> Alec Baldwin and uh, let's see, management contact. Management contact number. Okay. Alec Baldwin. Contact Alec Baldwin directly. Email. No. Let's see. How can I contact him? I can't contact him right there immediately. That's crazy. Let's see. Agents. Baldwin reach 2.7 agent agent management contact deals. Does he have a phone number? Oh, I have to pay for that stuff. I ain't gonna pay for that shit. Presents book Alec Baldwin. Ooh, book Alec Baldwin. About Alec Baldwin. Okay, here we go. Um, contact. No headline artists. Country artists, no. Contact, hello there. Oh, give me your damn phone number, you sons of bitches. Oh, I don't want to write you. Shit. Jay Segan presents. Jay Segan, you ain't got a phone number? You scumbag. What comedians do they represent? Let's see, anybody good? Shit, everybody. This agency does everybody. Well, I shouldn't fuck with them. Don't want them to come back on me bad. Alec <laughs> gives a great opportunity for you if you want to pull the trigger on it. <laughs> oh, wait, I got one more story. Yeah, this story is great. I love it. Ogre, we have may found a way off this earth. We all know the Paralympians are the 
mainly they're the Olympics that, that, that are in wheelchairs, the Paralympians, a lot of, eh, there's some that don't use their arms, but whatever. Um, the, the Paralympic Games are big. These are athletes. They, they live their life to train for this. This is so important to them. I think this is overwhelmingly one of the, the best things that could happen to people to have accidents and things like this is these games. Um, a 52-year-old uh, retired corporal, Christine Gunthier, who competed in the 2016 Paralympics at the Rio de Janeiro Olympic Games, testified to lawmakers that a VA official, they're the Canadian Veterans Affairs official, had offered in writing to provide her with a medically assisted suicide kit. Case uh, officer remains unnamed, but reportedly made similar officers to at least three other veterans, according to the Independent. By the way, by the way, all she was trying to do was to get a, a wheelchair lift installed in her home. She was trying to get a wheelchair lift installed in her home, and the Veterans Affairs says, hey, would you like a suicide kit? <laughs> I have a letter saying that if you're so desperate, madam, we can offer you maid medical assisted in dying. Gunther said in a hearing before the House Committee of Veterans Affairs. Yeah, she's, she's, she's desperate to get into her house an easier way. She, it's not worth dying for. <laughs> That's a budget-minded VA functionary right there. Suicide kit's cheaper than the wheelchair. You're goddamn right it is. I, I see this as being very, very popular now for the fucking Canadian VA. Hey, man, I really got this bad pain in my big toe. Well, here's the suicide kit. Well, okay. Oh, man. Jesus, that'd be fantastic. Well, you could sell those things on the black market. Think about all the people that couldn't get one of them because they ain't in the VA. Man, you could make a buku money. Just got you can only do it once though. <laughs> I mean, because I imagine if you don't use it, they probably want the kit back. Like you go there a second or third time, they're like, look, are you gonna do it this time? We're tired of giving you all the kits, man. By the way, what do you have to die for? You got all this cool stuff now. Yeah, I know. It's still not enough. Uh, hopefully soon we'll get Star Trek-style disinterrogation chambers, instant and painless and good for the economy. Just walk in, zap, done, bye. Oh, my. 
Oh, this couldn't have been. Oh, wait a second. I'm just seeing this. Hunter Biden was confronted at the White House at a black tie event? The uh, Washington Examiner reported about the exchange, which happened Sunday when the the whole Kennedy bullshit, Kennedy Center honor stuff. Hunter Biden, who attended the reception with his wife, uh, was seated towards the back of the room when two reporters approached him. One asked him about Elon Musk's decision to release documents. Um, blah, blah, blah. Twitter initially blocked links. Da, 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 da. Uh-huh. Let's see. The other reporter who confronted Hunter asked about House Republicans plan to investigate him. Reporting the, the first reporter's account, Hunter smiled and walked away without responding to their questions. Hey, Hunter, Hunter. You can't walk away forever, dog. We're catching up. The kit is a hitman. Your suicide is approved. Then he shoots him. Nice. So in Canada, instead of passing out condoms at Planned Parenthood, what they pass out coat hangers? Pretty much, yeah. Let's go ahead and take care of this, uh, eh? Uh, unless you know it's going to be a boy with strong legs for hockey. Okay, you hosers. Was that sitting next to her? I mean, there, there's a halfway hot chick sitting next to the president. Is that Uma Thurman? Nah, ain't Uma Thurman. Oh, Hunter Biden is that his wife? That's Hunter's wife. Wow. All right, Hunter's wife. Oof. You know that chick's a fucking party chick. You know that chick is fucking. That chick has done lines off of fucking cocks from here to Biloxi. <laughs> Oh man, I let let me just say this right now. Let 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 let's just get this on the record. I guarantee she has snorted cocaine off the president's cock. I guarantee it. Guarantee it. She's done it there. They've done cocaine in the Oval Office. Check. That's his ex sister in law. Oh yeah, yeah. She's seen the roy. She has seen the first penis. If that, oh, that's Bo's wife? Yep. Oh, yeah. God almighty, what an incestuous family they are. Good God almighty. All right, let's get to it, shall we? Round two. Is that time? It's, it's time, time, baby. baby. Round, Round two, two of Celebrity Ass. Just Worst, Worst. Now in that first round, we had quite a dust-up. Skip Bayless somehow made it all the way to the Mount Rushmore, along with Chris Berman. And now we have another side to do. We will find out who joins them right here, right now. Let's get it on. Our first matchup. If you didn't like... Skip Bayless, I'm sure you really don't like this guy. Mouthy reporter on ESPN. His name is Stephen A. Smith. Stephen A. Smith versus Keith Olbermann. At one time, part of the greatest duo in sports 
of Dan Patrick and Keith Oberman. Now he's just crazed, lunatic, mad. Stephen A. Smith, Keith Oberman, ask family, who you got? cheated his way to a, a, a decent career. The other guy, he earned his way to a great career on the field. Off the field, they were dog shit in the reporting. Uh, the first one is Alex Rodriguez, who is god-awful on Sunday Night Baseball, taking on Broadway Joe Namath, who once got so drunk on the air he tried to make out with one of the girl reporters. A-Rod against Joe Namath. Ask family, who you got? Guys, we might have to look into it. But maybe he used PEDs to advance. A-Rod moves on. A-Rod moves on. I hate that fucking guy. A-Rod. Okay. Okay. Next matchup, boy. Oh, boy. This guy, he tested the waters on Monday Night Football, and those waters sucked. He's a great smart man's comedian he likes to use really big words his name is dennis miller dennis miller taking on who i think the worst broadcaster in all of sports is right now the one and only he was number nine in your programs and fuck you in your heart tony romo Dennis Miller versus Tony Romo, ass family, 
Who ya got? What a fight that was. Tony Romo came from behind, something he never did for the Cowboys, and actually won and moves on. Our final matchup, ladies and gentlemen, two old school guys that I've had to grow up with and live with my entire life, and I've hated them the entire time. One of those two bastards is Jim Gray. I hate Jim Gray. I, I Jim Gray... Uh, oh, God. He's the guy who, on Pete Rose nights, asked about betting in baseball. Let it go that night, Jim Gray, you scumbag. And he is taking on the absolute positive worst announcer in all of golf broadcasting. He's retired, and I thank the gods every day that he is just because he couldn't putt anymore, he didn't want you to, and his design business sucked. Oh, I'm sorry, Cowboys Girl. Do you have my cell phones? Do, do you have do you have all the things that I'm counting here? Um, but Johnny Miller. Johnny Miller. Jim Gray versus Johnny Miller as family. Who ya got? Johnny Miller. God damn. All right. In our first matchup to see who will make it on the Mount Rushmore, we have Stephen A. Smith 
does, well, I don't know what, pardon to take or whatever, some kind of crap in the morning. Stephen A. Smith versus former, well, former cheater and never will be in the Hall of Famer, unlike Fred McGriff, Alex Rodriguez. Stephen A. Smith versus A-Rod. Ask family who you got. Ranger legend. ourselves a winner as family oh my god Stephen A. Smith moves on and is on the Mount Rushmore where he will join the winner of this matchup we have from the football world the absolute biggest joke of a quarterback the Cowboys ever had Tony Romo taking on Everybody's like, oh, he won the, won the U.S. Open at his club in San Francisco. And the one and only bag of shit himself, Johnny Miller. Tony Romo, Johnny Miller, ass family, who ya got? was a no-brainer, everybody. Tony Romo moves on, and the Mount Rushmore of terrible broadcasters is now set. We will find out the face of this mountain next between Skip Bayless, Chris Berman, Stephen A. Smith, and Tony Romo. We will find a winner next.
Monday. I know it's only Monday. Yeah. I I just I, I I found what could be just the the definition of fluoritis. I may have found. I may have just found. Before I tell you that though, I I'd like to pull back the cover on the media real quick and tell you about these fine folks that are in the media. Okay. You know, these smart, learned people that are in the media that tell you what, you know, the candidates are saying and all this kind of jibber-jabber. I'd, like I'd like to let you know something. It doesn't take much to be on TV. Maybe some places will recover. They'll they'll require a a journalism degree, and those can be attained from Arizona State. I, I I mean honestly, that's where a lot of broadcasters come from. I do know that. These people though are just regular people. They have the same issues that normal people have, that insurance men have, that doctors have, that nurses have. They're the same thing. They, they, they have their gamut. They like to drink a lot. I do know that for a fact. But I'd like to point out this story that's happening at ABC right now. I'm going to tell you right now, ABC, in my opinion, has done nothing wrong. These two morons, morons, who are married, who, oh my gosh, our chemistry on screen led to this wonderful romance off screen. Hey, good, I'm glad you're happy and you've moved on. Maybe you'd want to step down from your position as hosts of Good Morning America to do that. Before you exposed your entire families to the world and their dirty secret now. I could care less about these two idiots that are on the TV. I think about their poor significant others. Sure, they married them knowing they were going to be on TV and this, that, and the other, but they didn't know that they were going to cheat on them with their anchor on TV. More more of the preposterous, do as we say, not as we do, from these lovely people who like to look down on people. Yes, even morning television hosts try to look down on people. (laughs) Now... This other story, let me just, I, I, I'd want to end this, this show with this story, but I, I have to do it now before anybody anywhere beats me to it. And it is, it is beautiful. It, this is one of the most beautiful things I've read. I mean, it's horrible, but. Everyone from Florida is stupid. Everyone from Florida is dumb. 
I might not be the brightest guy, but next to them my IQ's high. If they had guitars, here's how they'd strum. Make no mistake, Florida is the South's trash can. We have a problem in Florida right now, buddy. Yep, yep. This is a story about two best friends. Not only are they best friends, but they're roommates. Not only are they, they best friends and they're roommates, but they're police officers together. This is the story about Deputy Austin Walsh and his roommate, Officer Andrew Lawson. They live in Palm Bay, Florida. Gorgeous, lovely there, all times of year. Um, they were described as being best friends. <sighs> Did everything together. Well, the other night, neither one of them had to work, so they were at home. And what do guys this young, 23 and 20, both of them are 23? Uh, what, what are they? They're playing video games. They're, they're playing video games. They're 23. They're playing video games. Maybe they're getting ready to go out. Well, um, Walsh was playing the video game, and his roommate <laughs> decided to take a break. And when he came back, he was pointing a gun at Walsh, thinking it was unloaded. <laughs> nope, not unloaded. I, and it didn't cock either like that, but it, it, it was a gun. Yeah, yeah. It, it went off and, and killed him immediately. It, it it pretty much close blank, close range there. Um, Officer Lawson was arrested for manslaughter and now sits behind bars in the Brevard County Jail. Now, it's a sad story. It is truly a sad story. Only in Florida, though. Only in Florida. Is the board not working? Board's working. Only in Florida would people who, who teach gun safety and gun responsibility and never point a gun, whether you think it's loaded or not, at somebody. You never point a gun at somebody. And these guys are cops. Well, one was a cop. <laughs> now one's going to be an inmate. This is going to be like one of those 60 days in, but there's no cameras. That sounds kind of like a Paul Pelosi getting hammered story. What kind of training did this cop have? Bad training. That's the kind. Did he not read about Alec Baldwin? Um, and it, I, I don't know what kind of gun it was. They're not saying what kind of gun it was. Let me let me let me look. Down in the uh, stories here. Um, I, I, I'm i no gun expert. I don't know a lot about guns. Y'all y'all corrected me a lot of times w w when it comes to guns. Are guns not heavier because they're loaded? I, I, I'm just wondering. I, I don't know. I mean, but a cop would know, right? I mean, a cop could tell if the gun was loaded or not. 
Not saying he shot his friend on purpose, but. Uh, well, obviously, it was an exceptionally deadly one. <laughs> yes. So there you go. Yeah, they, they had an assault handgun there. Let's call them that now. They are heavier when loaded. And, and you can tell a difference, right? Yeah, I, I, I'm just asking a question here. I'm a layman. I, I'm stupid when it comes to this. I not, I'm not afraid to be called stupid. But when you pick up a, a gun compared to a loaded gun, you can tell a difference. And if you're trained, you really can tell a difference, correct? I can confirm guns are heavier when loaded, okay. Uh, you can most certainly tell when a gun has a full mag in the well. Uh, they're definitely heavier when loaded. In some cases, too big a magazine can affect shooting and handling. Okay, it, that, that doesn't matter to me. I appreciate it, though, Fred. Fred, I, I knew that you would take it too far because it's a gun topic, and you tend to do that, but that's okay. That's why we love you. <laughs> um, all I want to know is that a trained officer of the law picks up a gun, points at his best friend, and pulls the trigger. Once again, I'm not saying he killed him on purpose. It's awful convenient to say I didn't know it was loaded. But, like I said, I don't know what kind of gun was used. I don't know if it was a full magazine. I, I don't know. Especially in modern polymer handguns, you have to be drunk or fucking stupid not to tell. Well, we don't know about toxicology, but stupid they are from Florida. So we, we may have figured out part of that there, Ogre. All right, good. Good, 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 good. <laughs> um, ooh, we haven't had one of these in a while. All right. This is a story about Dr. Rachel Terry of Chatsworth, Georgia. I declare. Oh, my. Dr. Louise Terry is accused of having a sexual relationship with a student has been in charge with child molestation and statutory now why did they have to now, 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 now why do they have to put in the old soft on comic of, of child molestation how old was the kid uh, Dr. Rich also charged on 10 counts of providing alcohol to minors during a Halloween party earlier this year Terry is the Mary County School System's Director of Enrollment. Okay, so these had to be high school kids. Yeah. And, and, and I tell you what, she's not half bad. She, she's quite the improvement on the hags we've had here recently. Let's see. Um, furnishing alcohol to minors, five counts. Contributing to the delinquency of minor, five counts. During the course of the investigation, it came to light that we turned over the Georgia Bureau of Investigation and asked him to follow up, which led to additional charge of statutory rape and child molestation. So she's having parties for the kids, and she's getting it on with them? Man, oh, man, where were these teachers 25, 30 years ago? God damn. I mean, we never had a problem buying beer, but, man, it would have been so much safer if we could have just had an adult teacher buy it right down the street on Northwest Highway. In the safe area. Where they didn't jack it up like $2 a case because they were selling to minors. 
And did we care? Hell no, we didn't care. It's so funny to think about it. What am I, 30 years from high school, 33 years graduated? I think back on on that time because we, we like to get to downtown or if I'm going to Arlington or Fort Worth or anything, we have to drive on I-30 here in Dallas. I-30 is a fucking, it's just a mess. It's a nightmare most of the time. Well, once you get to an area that's right before downtown, you're in East Dallas. East Dallas, big barrio. But as you're coming to the end of East Dallas, it's starting to meet the old, nice, old downtown Dallas areas. But there's a lot of of, uh, industrial shit, not industrial, but businesses and shit. And I think about it now, the times that we went down Dolphin Road here in Dallas. I would I would not turn on Dolphin Road today to save my life. And to think we would do that two to sometimes three times a weekend. I just I just shake my head. It doesn't matter if he thought it was loaded or not, you don't point a gun. Oh, no, no, no. Hey, I understand that. I'm just trying to say. His excuse of thinking it was empty was, <sighs> look, I, I don't want to be, I don't want to be that guy. I, let me just, let, let me just say it. I, I will be the guy. You need people like me so you can point your fucking fingers and say, that's the bad guy. Smell test isn't going off. Smell check is not going off on this. On this officer thing. And and this is why I brought up why the gun weighs different. I wouldn't be surprised in a different universe. I'm saying it this way so I don't get, you know, in trouble. That the guy who picked up the gun knew exactly what he was doing. That there might have been a beef between the two. Maybe a young lady or a young fellow was involved. Whatever. And homeboy number one had enough of homeboy number two shitting on his parade, did this, and then said, oh, whoopsie, I thought it was unloaded, knowing full well that he's going to go to jail. But if he says that, it's only manslaughter, and he's a cop, and the manslaughter, just say it. What the fuck is wrong with these chicks? I have zero part of me that is attracted to a little boy, teenager, whatever. I hear you. I hear you. Maybe he beat him in a video. Maybe he did. Maybe that's all it took was he beat him in a video game. Dude was talking all kinds of shit. The guy said, oh, really? You're going to talk shit to me? All right, how about this? All right, this is a story about um, out of South Carolina about Kayla and Kelly Bingham. They attended a medical university uh, of South Carolina back in 2016 and were accused of cheating on an exam after being assigned seats at the same table. Now, they're identical twins, and they won a lawsuit. They won a million and a half dollars after it accused them of cheating by signaling. 
court rules their answers were identical because they're genetically predisposed to behave the same way. So now, Kayla and Kelly have scored similarly on tests throughout their entire lives, even the SAT. Both abandoned their dreams of becoming doctors due to their reputations being damaged by cheating accusations. They sued the medical college and had two professors to back up claims that they are genetically predisposed to behave the same way. Now, am I buying this? They, they, look. They scored the identically same score. And they're sitting at the same table. As someone who has dealt in the nefarious world of cheating during, I don't know, contests and radio shows, I can tell you this. I can tell you this right now. These two girls are lying their asses off. Now, I understand they won a lawsuit because you can't prove it. Well, there's lots and lots of ways that you can cheat without. I mean, without like overtly signaling. Something with the pencil. And and these are twins, and they're going to know each other's moves left and right. And you're going to tell me that they scored the exact same? Only one way to settle which sister gets into med school cream corn wrestling match. Well, hold on a second. Yeah, with these two, okay, I can see that. couple of redheads. Yeah, uh, they look a little older than 30. I mean, that one gal looks way older than 30, but they're twins, so... Um, yeah, I'm not buying them. I, I, I'm, I'm sorry. I, I'm not buying this. Uh, 10 interesting facts about twins. Uh, we'll see about that. Twins can have brainwave patterns that are similar. Identical twins don't always look similar to each other. Identical twins can often be different genders. Duh. They don't necessarily have the same fingerprints. I didn't think they would. Identical twins have different immune systems. So both can develop sickness and blah, blah, blah. Uh, research suggests identical twins often live longer than fraternal twins. Yeah, just ask Elvis's. I mean. Holy shit, is this the, this the new Aaron Judge offer? Oh, or Verlander. The Mets are going to add Verlander two years, $86 million. Good Lord. The Mets just fucking ruined their lives. Yeah, I'm not I, I, I'm not buying it. Look, 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 hey, I'm glad they won money. I'm glad they're rich. But too bad they ain't doctors. Man, oh, man, they should, they should get an OnlyFans page going on there. I'm just saying, a lot of people are making money on that. Just, you know, just for a... Okay, delete that. 
All right, we'll do this story last, and, and then we'll go into the finals of the Celebrity Ass Death Match. This story is so funny on so many levels. We all remember Chris Christie, right? Governor of New Jersey, big old fat dude, was like he wanted to be Donald Trump's best friend till the end, but but Donald Trump just fucking dissed him so many times that finally he had enough and he pouted his way home. Well, this story is about his 25-year-old niece, who in fact, um, Shannon Epstein is her name. She com- she became combative on board uh, on a flight back to New Jersey and was kicked off the plane after accusing an, a Latino family of smuggling cocaine. She injured six sheriff's deputies. One officer was said to be bitten during the altercation, while others were kicked in the groin or spit on. All the while, she allegedly threatened a deputy, saying her uncle is friends with former President Donald Trump, and she knows important people. Oh, the do-you-know-who-I-ams of society. I love it. My A's aren't even going to have a $40 million payroll. I know, right? Verlander's going to make more than the A's. How great would this be? This broad is getting tackled by... Now, now see, this is, this is where I deem the world to be sexist. And let me tell you why. Let me tell you why. All a dude would have to do is throw one punch at an officer or kick one officer. And it wouldn't take in six. Six of them wouldn't got hurt because I'll tell you this right now. One officer gets kicked. The other officers are going to beat the literal dog shit out of the person. And this is why I don't like, yeah, this is why it's sexist. If a gal kicks a cop, then she deserves to get taken down too. Take that bitch down. You don't assault a police officer. This is Kanye's future first lady. No shit. She accused a Latino family of smuggling coke. Hey, you guys got coke? (laughs) My uncle knows the former president. Uh, Okay, what's that going to do? Well, can you get me a tea time at Mar-a-Lago? Who's your uncle? Chris Christie. Oh, yeah. Yeah, the president makes a lot of time for him. Dummy. Nightstick to the back of the head. I wish they still carried nightsticks. I bet the world would have acted a lot more in place if if cops still had their fucking billy clubs. I wish they would have had the ones like the Brits have, them little bitty ones. You you can wallop somebody in the back of the head with that, and they didn't even know a what yeah 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 Fantastic. All right, there you go. So Chris Christie's niece is biting the police and saying, do you know who I am? And they're like, no, you're a fat chick, and your uncle is a 
a fucking loser anyway, so it doesn't matter. All right. To the finals we go. Let me let me get the sheets out here. Let me get everything in place. Is the band ready? The 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 band is ready. Okay, fantastic. Let's do it, shall we? It is that time for celebrity. Now look, we learned a lot. We learned that we hate Skip Bayless, Chris Berman, Stephen A. Smith, and Tony Romo. We, what we need to learn now is who we hate the most. And we find out who the face of this Mount Rushmore will be. Let's get it on. All right, in our first matchup, as family. We have that punk-ass sports writer who thinks he's God's gift to sports. Skip Bayless taking on the guy who made up the silly nicknames who said he could go how the way. Chris Berman. Skip Bayless versus Chris Berman. Ask family who you got. will face the winner of this matchup here between a couple of dummies. Oh, I, I honestly, this one right here, this one, this one hurts my head to see who I hate more. Stephen A. Smith, detractor of the Dallas Cowboys, and just openly stupid when it comes to sports, versus Tony Romo, former quarterback of the Cowboys that did nothing for the franchise and does even worse on CBS. Stephen A. Smith, Tony Romo, ass family, who ya got?
Raquel's a winner. Oh, my God, it's Tony Romo. Tony Romo moves on. And now the finals are set. Ask family to find out the face of this Mount Rushmore. I asked a simple question, who you got between Skip Bayless and Tony Romo? I mean, you are an idiot. <laughs> cannot be said enough about either one of these two. But which one is it, as family? Tony Romo, Skip Bayless, who you got? Ring, 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 banana phone. Ring, 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 banana phone. I've got this feeling so appealing for us to get together and sing, sing. I've got my hunches It's the best, beats the rest Cellular, modular, interactive, modular Ring, 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 ring Banana phone Ping pong, ping pong, ping pong, ping Banana phone It's no baloney It ain't a phony My cellular, bananular phone And we have a winner! Skip Bayless. Skip Bayless is our most hated sports broadcaster out there today. Man, oh man. Boy, oh boy. We fought that one tooth and nail. Tony Romo made it all the way to the finals, but Skip Bayless says, not on my watch, partner. I got this handled because I really suck. Maybe he said exactly those words. I don't know. Um, but that is going to do it for us today. Uh, we will be back tomorrow, same Arnie time, same Arnie channel. Uh, until then, please remember, that room you walk in is better. Why? Because you are in there. So until tomorrow, y'all have a fantastic day, and adios, everybody. Uh- Baby, just like you, it's something new I just had to try I didn't plan on it, but a sip and you'll want it It's a beautiful high Perfect recipe Baby, you and me The secret's been found Let's pour one right now I'm talking about Cody Gold Take it with me everywhere I go it's tequila, baby, don't you know Little sip and you're ready to roll Make it down in Mexico Best thing called Holly's School Where the beautiful agaves grow I'm talking about Cody Gold Any way you like it, any way you want to try it I'll try it too I don't care if it's a habit as long as you have it and I have it with you. I still like cruise, I'll be singing to you. On the way home, we'll make this our song. I'm talking about Cody Gold, take it with me everywhere I go. It's tequila, baby, don't you know? 
Outside waiting to arrest him. 